you know, I, I brought a jar of pasta sauce because I was mm-hmm. just like, I don't want to go through the trouble of making anything. And I realized it looks... Also, like, jarred pasta sauce is great. Classico for life. Thumbs up. <laughs> a classico decision. Uh... <laughs> just the worst. A Newman's own decision. <laughs> A progressive decision. This sauce is for liberals. Thank you. Pretty good. But then, converse with the right wing ragu old world style. I don't know why I started this. Sauces. Let's talk about them. encyclopedia brunch my name is tim dobbs with me as ever through the internet it's Catherine kogert hey it's great to be here thanks for having me how are you doing not nearly as sing-songy as you i feel like you're just like (laughs) doing the dishes getting ready for the day in a disney musical yeah yeah that's uh yeah same thing i do every day is this i thought you knew this about me i just i thought you knew that i wanted to take a minute by the way just thank you for like um taking the time uh to talk to us from your tree that you live in uh just like to be well, ready. as an anthropomorphic squirrel mm-hmm. i feel it's really important to try and connect with the rest of my anthro creatures here on the planet anthro- and i just wanted to serve as an ambassador for other anthropomorphic creatures an anthro ambassador absolutely <laughs> yeah 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 uh, well, I think a really important part of, uh, you know, respecting your anthropomorphized squirrel nature is to not only talk about that with you. You're not here to be the token anthropomorphized rodent. You're here. Absolutely. To I'm talk here about. To improve representation. Ducks. Anthropomorphized and not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you... <laughs> Are you uncomfortable with this topic? I felt like we agreed. No, no. Totally comfortable with the topic of ducks. Love ducks. All right. Well, our topic this week is, in fact, ducks. The nature's seaplanes, ducks. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I hate ducks. Okay. (laughs) What do you hate about ducks? Okay. For one thing, they're rapists. Okay. See, See that episode of Radiolab in the show notes. Um, about how ducks are like horrible rapists. Um, I mean, I, yes, I understand that a lot of the animal kingdom is rapey, um, but I just, I don't know. Why why ducks? Why do ducks need to get in on that? I, well, okay, but why single out ducks here? I mean, I know it's... you got to start somewhere. <laughs> First, we take down the ducks. Then we move <laughs> on to, uh, I don't know. Those other smug ducks. Yeah. Well, they just seem a little smug with their loud noises. This is the other thing I hate about ducks, their eyes. I don't trust their horrifying eyes. Even more than goat eyes? Uh, No, goat eyes are cool because they're rectangular pupils. That's amazing. Uh, What? Goats have rectangular pupils. I know, and it's weird. It's weird. So why is a duck it's eye It's weird. Horrifying? I love weird things. Ducks seem sinister. Their their eyes seem very sinister. No, they don't. They're just eyes. They what? do. I'm they looking do. at... They do. They do. The internet has brought me more duck eyes than I could ever look at. <laughs> and I'm looking at all these. And they're just bird eyes. Are you weird just with all bird eyes or... No, no. Duck eyes especially. I don't know. Maybe because like often you, you're more likely to look a duck in the eye than any oh, other bird. Not, like eye to eye. 
<laughs> I keep forgetting you're a squirrel. But <laughs> what are you talking about? I really yeah. What what is? I, please cite for me a specific example of you disliking a duck eye. Because like I feel like this has to come from somewhere. Because like I don't. I have never even thought about duck eyes, Catherine. <laughs> okay, maybe it's it comes from like I am about a foot shorter than you. Okay. Um. So a lot a lot of short things are at my eye level. Not ducks. Um, not. <laughs> and okay, so let's say you're walking by a fountain. <laughs> yeah. It has like a ledge, like a two or three foot high ledge. Sure. Then you put a duck on top of that. It's four feet high. That's like within a foot of my eye line. And then I look a duck in the eye and I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Sounds a little scary. <laughs> and the way they might like randomly like flap their wings or something and look real big all of a sudden and then make mm-hmm. that noise. Wah, wah, wah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Do you feel this way about, like, pigeons, for example? Because, like, everything you laid out could work for a pigeon, too. Pigeons? Yes. Okay. Yes. But I do... I just... I see pigeons acting really dumb all the time. Mm. And, you know, you see a lot of hurt pigeons, especially in the city. Like, I see a lot of pigeons with, like, messed up feet or no foot, and they just have one foot. I I have a lot more sympathy for pigeons because they just... They seem like they have a much rougher lot. Nobody's feeding them bread. Well, sometimes. Well, sometimes. But people are more interested in feeding ducks, which is crazy to me. How Okay, first of all, how is that an activity? Uh, I don't know. Got to do something with the day. How is that not an activity? <laughs> that's the thing. Fly kite. Go fly mm-hmm. kite yeah, is that's... what I'm saying. <laughs> go take a long walk off a short activity. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go about ahead. Fly, about the phrase go fly a kite. It's mm-hmm. like an insult, right? Like, I think so. Go... go flip off or what have you i think it's basically I know, family family friendly podcast yeah. so. go busy yourself i think basically right <laughs> with something go busy yourself how did how did that come to be why is it flight kite well i mean kite flying was uh once the grand tradition of uh the many cultures throughout time and we thought that well that one must be either a banker or a kite flyer hence mary poppins and so <laughs> okay yeah. that's where i was going with this yes thank you <laughs> Those were the options. You could be a banker, you could fly a kite, or you could be a magical maid. A magical maid or a chimney sweep. Or chim- you're right. There were a lot of occupations. Yeah, Dick Van Dyke. He was a different. He had a different occupation every day of the week. In the movie. Yes. I don't remember that at all. Really. Yeah, he was. Um, I think he was like a kite salesman on Sundays, and on Mondays he was a chimney sweep, and then he was like, I don't know, like a, a guy who takes us all to like. A magical wonderland where we sing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious on Tuesday. I think you're 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 mixing up his business and pleasure. <laughs> so, oh, so he has Tuesdays off? Yeah, he must. I mean, that's the only reason I can okay. understand. I mean, I think he was sort of a general urchin. <laughs> yeah, he was just a just a Cockney person. Yeah, Profe- that's what it says on his business t- card: professional Cockney. <laughs> I mean, he's inhabiting an important role in that society. <laughs> He's not yeah, a rich banker. He was not flying a kite. He no, enabled others to fly a, a kite. Banker. Yeah. I mean, you know, the banker needs someone to compare themselves to. The kite flyer needs mm-hmm. someone to buy a kite. The uh, magical nanny needs someone to woo her. Uh, this, uh-huh. this this plays all the roles. It's, in fact, it was sort of the linchpin of that society. Hey, Dick Van Dyke. I have another... I have a Mary Poppins question. I'm uh-huh. sorry. I'm sorry I keep derailing us. with Because I, I just have so many questions about the world because I'm such an inquisitive person. 
what were the character arcs of Mary Poppins and Dick Van Dyke, respectively, in like Mary Poppins? Like, what? Where did they start and where do they end, character-wise? Like, what was the point of that whole story for them? Uh, I don't know. Did she learn anything? I feel like she didn't, but I don't know. I don't think... Yeah, I feel <laughs> did like Dick Van Dyke learned anything. <laughs> well, I don't. Did, did they fall in love? They did, right? But then she flew they fell away. In love, yeah. Then she went. She definitely flew away, though, right? classic manic pixie dream girl mm-hmm. oh man was mary poppins the original manic pixie dream girl <laughs> no there are cave drawings of the original <laughs> manic pixie dream girl <laughs> it's, it's a, a rudimentary figure of a man with his head hanging down <laughs> and then you can see in this next scene there's this man, the man is still his head hanging down, but there's a woman floating above him holding a shins tape. <laughs> oh, garden's tape uh, changes everything. Uh, so anyway, your manic pixie dream duck, um, Daisy Duck from uh, Disney Disney fame. I don't oh think, yeah. Uh, that's just, that was a Donald counterpart because he had a whole uh, he had a whole duckburg built out. There was a city of ducks. Yes. But I don't think Daffy Duck had any counterparts. I think it was just Daffy, right? No. I Okay, yes. So I'm thinking back to Space Jam here, and there was Babs. That was the introduction of Babs. Yeah, I'm thinking back to Space Jam. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Citing citing the literature. (laughs) Consulting the ancient texts (laughs) of (laughs) Michael Jordan vehicle. Yeah. Space Jam. Weird promotional stunt, Space Jam. <laughs> um, and there was Babs, but there was no Daffy counterpart. Well, I mean, that's that's classic uh, five-man band TV trope stuff, right? Which is that, like, you need a token, one of everything, and uh, women is one of the tokens. So it's like, well, you need a leader, you need a cool guy, you need a smart guy, you need a strong guy, and you need a woman, Right. That's yeah. all we have the in cool our lives. Is Daffy right? Because he's like the anti-leader. Yeah, also known as the Lancer in TV tropes oh, terms. Interesting. In the Black Power Ranger. Uh, yeah, kind of. Well, I don't know because in Power Rangers, the Green Ranger was sort of the foil to the Red Ranger. Consulting the original text. Um, See, that's interesting. Because that's then interesting. what happened was he went to be a, uh, a White Ranger. Um, after some sort of he turned evil briefly um, and I recall as a child thinking it was it was very important to me like it was soap opera level like drama to me like do you think the white ranger will like take over his leader from the red ranger that's crazy Whoa. though yeah <sighs> the taekwondo skills are totally different I guess I don't know they have zords it's really gonna affect the way that they battle those um, puppets <laughs> I think it would have been pretty fun to be one of the bad guys in that show <laughs> Here, wear this crazy suit and uh, stand around in the, you know, the California desert. <laughs> Ducks. <laughs> Speaking of publicity stunts, Space Jam. Um, yeah. The Anaheim Ducks are a professional NHL hockey team. Mm-hmm. They were originally called the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim because they were created as an expansion team in 1992, specifically uh-huh. as a promotional stunt after the Mighty Ducks came or out. The- yeah okay like very recently like while it was still in theaters or something yeah yeah yeah. so what happened was uh this movie came out emilio estevez bunch of ragtag kids there in uh the minneapolis area um Mm -hmm. and it was successful enough 
and perhaps it was already in someone's idea at the Walt Disney Company to buy an expansion hockey team. Um, and so they spent $50 million to start this team, half of which was sent to the LA Kings as an apology for like, we know there's already a hockey team in the area, but... Um, Sports are weird. Yeah, they are weird. Uh, and <laughs> so so then, yeah, and they, they, they just decided, all right, we're, the Walt Disney Company is going to have a team and we're going to call it the Mighty Ducks because we it's like that's going to be great cross promotion with our hockey movie we just put out. They made like two more hockey movies after that, though. Well, D two the uh, actually I don't remember the rest of it. Was it D two the Mighty Ducks and D three the Mighty Ducks? Uh, I don't know. Several okay, so duck movies. D two they they're no longer children, right? They're like in no high school or that can't be right. No, no, no. D two is the Junior Goodwill Games where. Instead of playing like for the local title, they're playing for like this sort of Ersatz Olympics title. Um, yes, against Iceland. against Iceland. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the coach of Mighty Ducks falls in love with the assistant coach of the Icelandic team, who's totally hot. Well, sure, it's Iceland. You in there? It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's I, smoking. I had a layover in Iceland, and I swear to God, I almost fell in love with this guy who like gave me some juice. Like, oh. I was at the Regimek Airport, and there was a place that, like, sold juice and coffee, and I was just like, oh, man, I don't know. You're real cool, though. <laughs> like, uh, But the Icelandic players were so mean. That's true. Well, I mean, ducks to donuts here, they weren't uh, actually Icelandic people. I don't know how much research went into writing D2 the Mighty Ducks vis-a-vis Iceland. You know, maybe it's like... um. It's like one of the things that they do for the Olympics now, like the actual Olympics, like the baseball teams where they like give people citizenships. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who aren't from that country just so that they can play on the Olympic team. Uh, wait, so like uh, you're you're predicting that in the junior in in canon in this story, uh, yes, in canon. they the junior Iceland for the junior Goodwill Games gave yep. people from around the world Icelandic citizenship. Mm-hmm. Specifically, mm-hmm. the meanest people they could find so that they yes. could then be on the Iceland <laughs> team. Scoured the planet for the cruelest humans. <laughs> Eligible for the Goodwill Games. Yeah, of course. I mean, this, this doesn't seem like it's done in good, Goodwill at all. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's very against the spirit of the Goodwill Games, which is why we have to beat that Icelandic team. All right, well, let's train up and we'll be back in a moment on Encyclopedia Brunch. Flying V! back on encyclopedia brunch talking ducks hey anyone hey okay good you're here um did you know uh the word duck actually shares an etymology with uh like the word duck like duck there's you're you're in the way really <laughs> yeah it all comes from to uh to dive because ducks uh being the i'll say it again the seaplanes of nature um it's true it's true it really is uh, they, they can fly and land really well. They largely so so. There's actually two kinds of. There's a dabbing duck and a diving duck. I should have known that. Say that for me one more time. Did you say a dabbing duck? Yeah, yeah. You like the dance? Uh, uh, it looks no, real I'm cool for a minute. Like, but like, are they really? I mean, I heard that dabbing's out right now. I don't know what the kids are doing with 
THC nowadays, but I hear that dabbing's not cool anymore. Uh, I don't know. What's but it now? Ducks are still really into it. Well, yeah. I mean, the ducks are a little out of touch. Ducks aren't cool. Ducks, look at look at Donald Duck. He is not cool. Like he's that's not part of cool. He's, he's not cool. He's look at Daffy Duck. He's so much less cool than Bugs. Right. Exactly. Bugs has an effortless cool. Hey, what's up, Doc? Daffy Duck's thing is uh, you're despicable, right? Like, yeah. And this is what we think of ducks. Rabbits so cool all the time. That's why they're always getting laid. Love. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. It makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and ducks. Well, that's why they're. Oh, they're like. Oh, sorry. I just depressed myself with sexual aggression. <laughs> among us hasn't yeah it's a real downer ducks the seaplanes and the men's rights activists of nature oh god <laughs> i'm starting i'm starting to see your point about disliking them i don't know there's just not a lot to love they're they're really whiny like bugs is really cool and daffy's just always complaining about how i don't know it's duck season <laughs> whereas bugs is really proactive about like it's rabbit it's wabbit season excuse me and I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to cross-dress. I'm going to break down gender barriers. I, you know, I disagree. I, I think uh, I think Daffy and Bugs are both playing at the same level. But Bugs is enough of a politician. He is cool. Like, he's not goofy. That you, you perceive it as him being, like, totally reasonable. Whereas Daffy seems like he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. But, like, they're, they're both playing dirty pool, man. That's true. That's true. <sighs> Weirdly, Elmer Fudd is the one who, like, comes out... I think as with being the sort of least devious personality in the whole thing. He's a pure um, heart in mind. Yeah, I mean I don't support his hunting, but like well, his hunting anthropomorphic creatures anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, at the very least stick to like creatures that clearly don't like have I don't know. That don't argue with you when you <laughs> try to shoot me. You like please don't shoot me. It would ruin yeah. my life. Uh, you know, and same of Yosemite Sam, really, of of pure heart and mind. But yeah, he gets confounded. He concerns things. You know what really has always got to me about Looney Tunes is that the core concept there mostly is that it's various various like skins on the same like dumb character who are trying to hunt Daffy and Bugs. And it's just those two, right? Um, I there's others, aren't there? Well, I can't think of any. I mean, there's Porky Pig, who looks like Elmer Fudd, but doesn't really do the same thing. Um, let's see. There's Rolf, who plays the piano. Um, um, there's Big Lightning. Bird. Yeah. Just walks around being racist. There's Joey. Um, Sylvester. He's the friend who's acting in a soap opera. What? Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, there's Captain Picard. Um, and uh, The leader of the band. Yeah. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Just about all of them. Anyway, um, Looney Tunes, pretty fun. <laughs> we are the world's foremost expert on Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And ducks. Um, so th- the reason that you duck down is that... Uh, they they tend not to fully submerge. They just reach, right? They got their their little little butts stick up in the air oh, and they still float. It's and like then they reach down and try to get... the wind in the willows. Is it okay? Yeah, that song is all about how ducks just like put their butts up in the air to eat eat algae and oh, and, and um plants in the littoral zone. Littoral zone. The littoral What's zone that? is the part of the lake uh, where light reaches to the bottom. Oh, and then so green algae could only grow there, right? 
Uh, no, plague. You can have plant life there because you can have roots at the bottom because light gets to them. Oh, okay. So the littoral zone is the part of the lake where the bottom... You just said that, right? Yeah. Where, where the light reaches the bottom. Yes. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And then everywhere else, you have to have floating plant life. Yep. Oh, no, 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 hmm. no. Not floating plant life because the floating plant life implies that there's a root that's reaching down at the bottom. Um, so there's no plant life, and that's where you have, like, phytoplankton growth. Hmm, good to know. Uh, well, all this, things ducks eat. <laughs> um, they actually have, like, uh, their beaks can be serrated so that they can uh, filter out the water, so they're not just, like, gulping water. Much the way, uh, see our episode on whales, baleen works. It's a little different, but, like, the idea is you can you can kind of grab at some plant life and then filter out the water and just eat the plants you want. Hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, Whereas there are diving ducks who will reach down much deeper and actually fully submerge themselves in order to get, uh, I don't know, I don't know what zone that would be in, but you know, whatever plant life is is too deep for a duck's neck to reach. I guess that's still still littoral littoral zone. zone, Yeah. Yeah. But the difference is, I guess, I guess the lesson we've learned here is a lake can reach further in many lakes than a duck's neck can. (laughs) Just as far as a duck's neck. Sounds like a folksy (laughs) say. Here to a duck's neck. Indeed. Well, here to a duck's neck, we'll be back before you can shake a duck's butt at it. <laughs> shake a tail feather, I think is what you mean. Oh, that is what I mean. On Encyclopedia Brunch. back on encyclopedia brunch talking about ducks ducks the mras the sps the one more uh wfs waterfowl of nature oh seaplanes sps are seaplanes i get it there you go you got it you got all you've solved my puzzle the mras and unlike terrible internet commentators these ducks have the ability to let a lot of things roll off their back due to special oils in their feathers what do you think about duck feathers (laughs) uh oh i think so ducks are farmed um but like apparently they're farmed primarily for their feathers so that's like the primo duck thing yeah man like well okay it's, there's like duck eggs you might want that i've yeah i don't think i've ever had a Do you duck, like duck egg. eggs i don't think i've had one. Oh, they're great or, they're really how are great. they different from chicken eggs they're smaller okay i think they're a little bit more i think they're a little bit more rich personally <laughs> okay. um I just like the idea of the pitch. It's like, you get a little less egg. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like, I prefer quail eggs because they're so cute and little. They're smaller. so little. Little quail eggs. <laughs> Do I have a pitch for you? <laughs> Perhaps you'd like one of these rabbit eggs. It doesn't exist. I mean... It's so small. It's just you so like a little baby. Okay, you laugh, but like tapas is a thing. <laughs> I mean, you're right. But <laughs> I just they don't pitch. people love tiny stuff. <laughs> Little miniatures. I was in, I was in Hamburg recently, uh, and the general consensus on Hamburg, from a tourist point of view, seems to be eh, there's not a lot here. 
you can like do a harbor cruise or whatever and oh you can like the beatles like were here a lot but like other than that basically everyone agreed both the guidebooks and people i talked to were like yeah the best thing here is this world of miniatures but it's also <laughs> not very good <laughs> but like so you went no i didn't go because it was 15 uh... euro <laughs> but uh but everyone did kind of agree they're like yeah, it was kind of cool though i did like seeing small stuff <laughs> It's cool to see stuff small. Yeah. Small stuff is cool. The beauty part of a Museum of Miniatures business model, too, is that you really don't need a lot of space to rent. <laughs> Come look inside this point. box I have on the street. That is a good point. Oh, Got that entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, though. Uh, uh, you, yeah, you have meat. Do you right. like duck meat? Again, like I think I've had duck meat. Uh, I know I've incidentally had duck meat, but like... <laughs> It's like for some reason why 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 is this? Is it just like an economy of scale thing? Like why is duck not a common thing? I think of duck meat as fancy. Yeah, it's fancy. Duck confit? Why? Um I think I think it is an economy of scale thing. I think maybe there maybe I well, this is me just guessing, but they might just be more a little bit more resource intensive to farm mm. than chicken. Well, yeah, you got to have a lake, you know. <laughs> Do you? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know what ducks can stand eating. Supposedly, feeding them bread is actually bad for them. Um, yeah, because like leafy greens are kind of more their like usual vibe. They are herbivores largely. Sometimes mm-hmm. in uh, the sort of teen stage, they'll eat non or invertebrates. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they they yeah. Maybe you need to give them more complex feed than you do chickens. I mean, because chickens are like so bred from like they, they've been so thoroughly domesticated. From the red jungle fowl of Indonesia. Um, that <laughs> is that true? It really is true. Yeah. Uh, oh. I just love that. Like all our like all our chickens come from this like weird fast small bird that just like runs around in the jungle. Uh, but that had to come from some sort of like quail variant, you know? Uh, you're just all about quails. That's your problem. Quails, quails, quails. I love quails. <laughs> Come down to Catherine's quail off. Quail off? We figure out which quail is the quailest. Oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, pretty quail. Sorry. I'm just trying to fit in here. Quail, quail, quail. Uh, yeah, that's we'll what they say. Your, your doubts about which quail is quailest. Uh, quail, we stop now. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, the meat. Uh, I don't know. Ed, do you like duck meat? Is that better or worse? Or I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's like a richness thing. What's going but to be- I, you know, it might just be that they're using richer sauces with ducks. Right. It's just, I think it, I don't know. What's the deal with duck? Write in, listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Encyclopedia brunch at gmail dot com. Um, at who likes brunch? Yeah. With <laughs> the very vague, well, what's the deal with duck? <laughs> I tell you what, listeners. You know, we like to give a broad prompt. <laughs> just, just. Anyone writes to us at all, we'll we'll give you a prize. I'll figure out some prize to give to, <laughs> a very a very broad prize as well. Oh, it's it's tickets to Catherine's Quail Off. There you go. Right in soon. They're going fast. Uh, so Quail I get better than this. Uh, it's the worst fun. Um, and then yeah, so I guess the feathers the feathers are the only really unique thing because I think both eggs and meat like eh, we got chickens for this. I imagine the tradition. 
I'm like totally making this up, but I, I can totally see the tradition of chicken coming from like, it's pretty easy to catch that thing. Where it's like, ducks can go in the water. They're seaplanes, man. They can, they can fly. Yeah. They can fly swim. Off. Yeah. It's the challenge, though. They just love the challenge. Mm, yeah. The, the chase. The most dangerous Yeah, game. the hunting. Quack, hunting quack, foul chase. Quack. What have you. Yeah. Um. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I'm crazy about that way of saying quack. <laughs> well, it's a sort of uh, James Bond duck. <laughs> uh so yeah so i guess the feathers are all we really have left as far as like really unique properties but they're totally unique i mean that down because you got to have that down to keep you warm um yes. and then we stuff uh various coats and pillows with it um and then i don't know do, do you know does anyone use the uh waterproof feather part is that useful somehow oh yeah icarus definitely used it when he when he made his wings i thought that was wax it was wax what do you think what do you think the wax isn't gonna make you fly. He used the wax as glue to stick the feathers to the to the wing sta- right. scaffolding. It had three ingredients. Okay. I think it was popsicle sticks. Let's say. Yep. <laughs> wax and feathers. Sure. It was a second grade uh, project. Was there glitter? I'm pretty sure there was glitter. <laughs> Definitely glitter. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Catherine. Have we softened you at all on ducks? There, is there any charm to these these I noble like creatures? I feel like we've hardened your heart to ducks, if anything. No, I'm still under them. They're goofs. They're, they're nature's goofs. <laughs> nature's men's right activists that are like uh, you know what they're they're nature's radio DJs. <laughs> You're right. That's exactly what's going on. One, they're loud <laughs> and are kind of obnoxious. Like whack whack whack. <laughs> that sound might as well just be on the soundboard that they can play. <laughs> Welcome back to Morning Pond. Whack, whack. That's right. We've got <laughs> we've got a bunch of uh, crazy traffic. That's right. The traffic's going to be a brutal trying to land on the spawn today. Uh, no, you're totally right. And also, like, they're, they're either totally obnoxious, completely unacceptable, or yeah, they're just like a bunch of, just a bunch of guys shooting the shit, you know, like depending on kind of like how you read it, like mm-hmm. it can, it can. Be... And they, they never have healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, let's take a moment to, to respect this nation's great radio DJs and not so great radio DJs all trying to get through the day, getting up at <laughs> 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, that's true. That would be hard. That would be hard on anybody. Oh, man. It's a crazy lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't blame them. Um, but maybe I should. Again, we're back to ducks. Like, I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, these. look at these goofs. They're having fun. Keeping me going through my morning commute by the lake. Um, <laughs> and you're here pointing yeah. out that, like, actually, that's kind of not an okay thing to do to a female duck. Yeah. So, is it, is, yeah. Well, I don't know. They're still goofs. And <laughs> because this. You know, it's. Can you separate the artist from the art? That's the question. <laughs> I think in the case of anthropomorphizing animals in, uh, in harmless ways, I choose to anthropomorphize in the way I most enjoy. That's, that's fair. That's fair. I respect that decision, but I don't have to make it for myself as well. Absolutely. We're, <laughs> we're all free to decide how we feel about ducks, morning DJs, and seaplanes. Yes. All yeah. true. Seaplanes are great. Five stars for seaplanes? Uh, I don't know. They're a little bougie is all. All right. Well, 
write in to say how you feel about ducks, morning DJs, and seaplanes. Mary Kill. Until then, it's Catherine Cogan over there. Tim Dom's over here. Bye. 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 <laughs>